Good evening, 49er Empire, and welcome back to another episode of The Faithful, where we bring you all 49ers news and updates. I'm Biggie, and across from me is Zach, and today uh, we're going to look into a little Week 10 matchup uh, against the Los Angeles Chargers, and uh, crazy, we're already at Week 10. Felt like Week 1 against Chicago is yesterday. Yeah, so quick, quick season, but stressful season. Um, yeah, I mean, we still have a lot of football season. to go. <laughs> it is um, baseball seasons. Week 10, baby. Week yeah, we, 10. We got a, a pretty big game against the Chargers. Um, I think you, you gotta be 500 or above for the rest of the season. You don't you don't want to drop below. Um because if you drop below, it, it puts pressure on you to the to stay or get back to 500, and then those games become must wins. Um, but you know. It's the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I've been watching them a few, well, a few games throughout the season so far. We watched them last week because um, the Niners had a bye and nothing too crazy. They did beat Atlanta. We, we did lose to Atlanta. Um, although we, nothing we had a crazy, lot of, but they're a good team. They're, they're definitely they a better team football. than Atlanta. Um, you know, they're not going to do anything too crazy. You know, Justin Herbert can make um, unscheduled plays, but they, they're not going to play bad either. You know, it's going to be a solid football game. We're going to have to come out strong. We're going to have to do what we do, do what we do. Um, But huge news. We're getting Dre Greenlaw back. We're getting Debo back, Juwan Jennings, Kyle Juszczyk. So all these additions hey. are just great. Um, I forgot even about Elijah Mitchell, Aziz Alshair. Um, but we did have a big, big injury um, during practice this week. And, it was Jason Rett towards Achilles, and what a tough loss for the Niners. Um, you know, frustrating for Jason Rett. You know, he has gone through so many injuries in his career. He's torn both of his ACLs, his Achilles. I think both Achilles now. Um, and he's he's he, done. You like, feel bad for the dude. You feel you you start to feel bad for him. For sure, so he did what Clay did, but on both of his legs. Yeah. Um, his left. You know, we see him in practice, though, and he, when you're watching at least this year's footage of it, he's he like flew around. Well, not not necessarily that. He just he's not putting any pressure on the leg he tore ACL last year. If you look at it, he's only putting pressure on the other leg, which I think which caused the Achilles tear. You know, if you don't put if you put too much pressure on one thing, it's going to tear sure. eventually, and. He just looks broken out there. Like his body has just been beat up. He looks slow, step behind. Um, when he jumps, he seems kind of scared to land. And it's just a um, tough loss. And, you know, like I said, you, you have to feel bad for the dude. But, you know, we've seen Ambry Thomas play before. Um, he could step it up for sure. But at the same time, he is a rookie second-year dude. Um, he's going to make mistakes. Um, so, We'll see how he goes. We'll see how he develops. And, um, but yeah, excited for his, the opportunity for him to keep balling out for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that the Jason Verrett injury might be not as big as we realize now. Like, uh, even if we were to come back hypothetically, he wasn't going to be healthy, right? Well, I mean, he would have, like, from what we've seen in practice, I don't think he was healthy. But, I mean, 
we don't know how he was feeling. I'd rather have an Ambry Thomas, healthy Ambry Thomas over Brett. And I thought the uh, way Ambry Thomas when, when he played in 2020, Jason Brett, he he had a Pro Bowl type season, you know. He locked down corner every game. And yeah. Um like but where it, did it that does, season go? Well, that's because the rest of the team was hurt. Exactly. Jason Wright played great, though. I know. Well, every time he's been on the field. Every time he's, he's every time a... he plays. There was, a, yeah. I think, week three, 2019, it was against the Steelers. He got beat bad. It was his first game back in a while. Yeah. Um, but after him. that, yeah, we, we put him in for one play, took him out the next. But right away, he came back, and he's just balling, like – the dude's a baller. He could he could play football. He could play corner. Corner is the hardest position to play in sports, I think. And he could do it really well. It's just the problem is can't stay healthy. You know, the best ability is availability, and he never has that. Um, I've heard that so, from some Lakers fans on Anthony Davis. Yeah, um, Anthony Davis, not you know, good. not a good basketball. Verrett, Verrett, um will. Will will be a good mentor in the locker room like he's been, and I know Lenore can hop in the corner because he can play corner too. He usually plays a slot position though. But usually. he can play corner. Like he's a kind of like a. I mean, he took well, over for K1 Williams, right? Yeah, well, he's a nickel corner. Yeah, slot, yeah, slot. But yeah. you know, I I know Lenore can hop in the corner, the corner uh, specifically Lenore. But well, he, I, he hasn't played. He hasn't played uh, an outside cornerback position yet. He's only played slot, uh, nickel back. Well, the nickel jumps around, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but like, they don't. It's not. It's not outside. I, they I, usually line okay. up in the slot. Yeah, usually, but you know, and Jason Brett I, was an outside Mooney Ward sort of dude, which is what Ambry Thompson. I was. Playing. I was impressed by, you know, last year. You know, I thought Lenore played pretty. He's a rookie. They're both rookies. But Lenore Lenore's not. Good, they're, they're not playing the same Thomas position. Better. He's, they're not playing the same position though. Yeah, but if we're talking about two guys that could take over, because right like, now our nickel cornerback right now is Jimmy Ward. He he mm-hmm. he came. There was an interview. He he was. He oh, seemed yeah. frustrated with it. He seemed frustrated. He, he doesn't but... want to be playing nickel though. Why don't we yeah. move him back and then we get like. Well, maybe because they don't trust Lenore or Samuel Womack. They they don't well, trust I, him. They I, trust I him more better. It's a matter – I think we – I think we're going to be able to find a way and going throughout the season to manipulate because after a bye week, we need, we need to be able to, you know, especially on defense – like we we other than Verrett, and oh yeah, we need to talk about Armstead because Armstead's well, probably well, going to be out for the season too. No, no, no that's not even bigger. No, no, no. They said Armstead could be back in two weeks. He could be, but the 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 injury itself is bad. Like a fibula yeah, but they injury. they said that they had they had that originally, and they just they just now came out with it. Okay, so well they he said, didn't they practice said the whole week. Uh, he, he did he did week uh, ten. individual stuff on the side. So okay, well, um, on, on the Niners thing, it says he didn't practice all week. But if we can, I think if we can, I'd I who I would rather have Armstead back than Verrett. 
Well, right? you're talking about two different completely positions. I know, I know, but you have to take your injuries with a grain of salt if you're the San and, Francisco 49ers. But I also think, at the same time, I also think I, I'd rather have Verrett. Really? Cor- our corners look lost. Even Mooney Ward the last few weeks have just looked confused. I remember us talking about how, like... Like, I yeah, mean, oh, don't get me wrong. Armstead is a huge part of the run game. But the run no, game. I remember, holes. like, if when Mosley got hurt, right? Like, we had said before that week, we were like, we have, you know, this team is different, even better than 2019, 2020 because of the corners, right? Yeah. And now you got a Mo, Emmanuel Mosley out. That's why I'd rather right have Verrett because of a corner weakness now. Okay. That, Emmanuel that Mosley's hurt. But you can also say the same thing for Javon, Kendall, and Eric Armstead. Well, okay. This, this, that's this why we let DJ Jones go. The, the point I was going to get at was Armstead and Kinlaw pass rushing in itself. They're not the greatest. You know, we have both there to do that. And it seems like the pass rush hasn't been hurt too much. It's been more the run defense, but we have Warner Greenlaw and Aziz to fill those holes and kind of pick up where Armstead is missing, you know, and the secondary, we don't have anyone. If you get burned on the outside, you're done, you know, um, you seen it with Jimmy Ward trying to guard Allen Robinson last or two weeks ago. Um, he just looked absolutely lost. Mooney Ward against the Chiefs, just giving up big plays after big plays. Um, I know we haven't played with Rhett at all this season, but that injury is going to hurt us a lot more than we think. Um, and I mean, I hope Ambry Thomas can step up. You know, he's he's had a he had an interception against the Rams. Did he play great the rest of the game? Not necessarily, but when it he mattered. He played a lot better, though, the last eight games of last season, which is what you want to see from a well, he didn't Well, he didn't play all eight games last season. He only played the last two or three. He was in there a little bit. Barely, though. Like, he wasn't He wasn't starting every day. Mm-hmm. Cornerbacks, at least in Shanahan's defense, usually in the NFL, they're not really platoon guys. At defensive play, the only platoon sort of thing you get in the NFL is D lineman. Um, and it's just, you, you can't really, it's hard to do that with other positions in the NFL. Um, we've been doing it with the right guards, Spencer Burford, Daniel Brunskill, a little bit this season, but that's mainly just against the Rams, just because Brunskill does really good against Aaron Donald. But, um, so it's so weird, though. It's such like a weird thing. Yeah, I, I just I'd much like... rather have Verrett than Armstead. Okay. I mean, I want both, but but do, like you get where I'm coming at, though, right? Yeah, I see where where you, where you're coming from. I just feel like I just feel if 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 in a if if in a perfect world we could get you know Eric Armstead and Verrett back, that w- that was the goal, right? And I'm not getting my chances up to have both players. Well, Vred's already, I mean, he tore his Achilles. He's not coming back. Armstead Armstead could come back in a week or two. Bad injury. Well, it didn't look bad. It was a season. Yeah, but they they said he'll be coming back. He was questionable for um, the game against the the Rams, you know. know. Um, Well, like, yeah, yeah, they said back. They didn't say a setback. They just said what the injury was allowed to the public. Well, so he went from practicing to not practicing. Well, no, 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 no. He practiced. Right? He practiced. So 
I'm, I'm so Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan just never came out with what the injury was, and this week he finally told the public what it was. There was no setback. There was no anything. He just said out loud what it was. Ar- Eric Armstead is still questionable. Um, he could still play. Um, next week, you know, he he won't play this week. Um, yeah, he's off the IR. Yeah, you don't take someone off the IR if they're not ready to go. He was I, on the I, IR. Now he's not. I don't, I'm just worried, bro. Especially with the 49ers, we know better than anyone how these injuries can just, you know. But I, but 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 it's not a new injury though. You, you think it's a new like you're thinking it's a new injury. It's not. It's not a new injury. No, they just finally came out. I thought he had a setback. No, no, no. In the recovery. Okay. No, they, he did not. He did not. I I would hope not, but. You know, I'm I'm looking so Kinlaw's on the IR. Who's gonna even take over for like I mean, I feel like you know, man, if I could have had DJ Jones, you know, I would have had DJ Jones over you know, that's always the thing, right? Yeah. Like, I don't I mean, know who's gonna step up we in the middle. Pay him. I mean, but it, we've done it the past Six weeks, you know, Hassan Ridgeway has been playing. Um, uh, I look at Tyler Gibbons. If we right? look at hold on, if we look at PFF, Ebucon is an edge rusher, so we're talking yeah, but about he's doubtful it, this week as well. Yeah, that that's fine though. We he hasn't been playing a lot. Drake Jackson is beginning majority of the snaps if you watch the yeah. games. Um, if we're looking at PFF right now, Hassan Ridgeway is graded higher than Eric Armstead. And Kevin Givens is ranked higher than Javon Kinlaw. So it seems like the two best defensive tackles are in the game right now, and they are healthy. Um, we know that's not the case. Do we, though? Because I feel like... I mean... Eric Armstead... I has, what Eric has Eric Armstead, Armstead done without DeForest Buckner? Nothing. You know, we, we have the need to talk yes. about because okay, so I wanted Eric to bring Armstead's up not the, the, the Trey Lance too. trade. We, we, well, no, no, wait. We, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going up. Eric Armstead is not as big as lost as we think at all. Maybe not. You know, we, we had Nick Bosa, D4, DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead. Armstead gets 13 sacks, 12 sacks, whatever it is that year. We're paying the big bucks. The next three years, I don't think he's had a total of 10 sacks. Um, yeah. I don't think he's even had eight. Yeah. It, the Maybe. Football is a little uh, – D-line is a lot more than just sacks, but – when you watch him play, it's nothing like too crazy. Um, For sure. Like I said, Hassan Ridgeway has been playing better. Kevin Givens is not mm-hmm. is playing better than Javon Kinlaw. Um, I don't think those injuries are as big as we think. Yeah, we would want our captain out there. Um, yeah, we want Javon Kinlaw, rookie, to go do his thing. But if these two guys are playing well, which they have been, um, yeah, against Atlanta, we kind of gave up a little bit on the run. But um, – you, you see against the Rams, they didn't run at all. You know, I think it's I think it's lack of linebacker play when it comes to the run game being the run defense being so poor rather than the loss of Eric Armstead, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, But I know we were going with that question or that the trade uh, Trey Lance. But first, we talk about the trade with the Forrest Buck to Eric Armstead. I think John Lynch picked Eric Armstead just because of, you know, you're going to get a better. No, 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 no. You're going to get a better return package from DeForest Buckner rather than Eric Armstead. 
That's not a doubt in my mind. Um, we got a 10th overall pick for DeForest Buckner. You're not going to get a first round for Eric Armstead. Promise. You'll maybe get a third or fourth. And that's why we traded him. Um, but, yeah, I just, Eric Armstead's frustrating, you know. He's everyone likes him in the locker room. Good player, kind of. Um, kind of. <laughs> it's just you know, you know. If we go back, I, to, yeah. I I find it interesting that you say that because the way I look at that trade is I look at it in the back of the front office. Their minds were like just thinking about Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, how does Jimmy G come with that? In, in Jimmy G comes into play, and I remember listening to one of the guys on KBR about this the reason so the reason it the Jimmy G comes into play is because if we would have you know kept the Forrest Buckner we would it would have been over the cap if we were going to keep Jimmy Garoppolo um well we could have just traded Armstead at that point yeah we could have traded Armstead for sure and but looking back at it we probably should have but you know I think a lot of the reason why Eric Armstead had so many sacks is because of the guys around him, not necessarily that he was that guy. And Absolutely. I look at Nick Bosa, right? Right now is like he's gonna need some help. Just how I mean, know, not necessarily. He's, out. he's he's eight and a half sacks right now, third in the league. Um, Ebicom yeah. hasn't even been playing. He's been because third he down is only. that guy. Nick Bosa is yeah, that guy. But you got Drake Jackson, so I don't think Bosa is like. I don't know. You don't need. Yeah, Drake Jackson. Drake Jackson is very good. I've been I've been impressed with him. But I, I'm so um, confused though on what you mean on why we traded Buckner for Garoppolo or for Garoppolo's sake. Because because let me let me because they're both on, on rookie. I contracts. was thinking I was high on Kinlaw coming out of South Carolina. Like I thought he was kind. He was supposed to take over. Like he was supposed to be DeForest Buckner. Same build, same position. If, if he was taller than Buckner, that's for sure. He was he was like bigger. Are we sure? Um, and they wanted to get a guy that was gonna be, you know, had the potential to be like a Buckner, if not better. Um, as well as save like millions and millions of dollars for the next four or five seasons. And but but we didn't say millions and of and Buckner probably had Armstead, a little though. bit more had more trade value. I think you could have gotten a second for Armstead. And if well, no, um, no. Right, wait, if on. I'm the Niners, DeForest I'm like, yeah, like, DeForest Buckner's bigger than Javon. He's taller than Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw's not big, dude. He's 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 big. They're right, both DeForest, big. DeForest Buckner six seven two ninety. Javon Kinlaw six five three twenty. Um. So yeah, I mean they're gonna be linemen, but they're big. Yeah, he's three twenty, and that's why you're saying saving money though. We traded Buckner and paid Armstead twenty million a year. We could have paid Buckner twenty million a year. Buckner's, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, getting paid less. So I think it's just we chose the wrong person at that point. Um, like it, I said, it trade could, value, it could yeah. come down. It could but have you come had down DJ to that, Jones. But I think I, I, I just think that the point you're saying about like Jimmy, why that, they said yes to that trade, and that's because well, I, I don't think the Jimmy G thing plays an effect at all, though. Because you're, you're saying they traded to Force Buckner to save, or because we didn't have cap space because of Jimmy G, but we traded him and then paid Buck or Armstead twenty million. So I think that Jimmy G thing isn't like adding up as much, but um, I see where you're coming from with the trades for sure, or the trade value for sure. Um, but I, at the end of the day, during the time, I guess 
they thought it was good, but obviously it did not work out. Um, even with this Trey Lance thing right now, you know, Miami has turned those three picks into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Bradley Chubb. And we're sitting here with a quarterback who's been injured in three out of five games. Um, and even I feel like his future is like uncertain right now. Um, so maybe the trades haven't been the greatest. And I think John Lynch kind of panicked with CMC, not saying that CMC was a bad trade because I really loved it, but he really went all in. He's like, you know, I need to make up for my mistakes. I'm going to give up a lot of my draft capital to get the best running back in the game. One of the best. Um, so maybe he realized he messed up and that's why he had to get CMC. Yeah. But. He messed up with both trades. If you're looking at it right now with hope of the Trey Lance trade still turning out, but one thing is for certain. And because it's been three years, the, the they didn't win the DeForest Buckner trade. Unless, uh, yeah. Unless Kinlaw is just able to come back and stay healthy, which he has not. To be, to be fair, to be fair, DeForest Buckner hasn't been playing at the level he was with the Niners either. Um, because yeah, of the he, team around him. Still solid. Um, yeah. But I also think DeForest Buckner does better in our system than Eric Armstead does. And yeah. he, DeForest Buckner still been playing good. Um, let me let me look at it right now, but it's just I don't know. We've been failing on these trades, and these next couple of games, out. you know, you bring up a good point with, um, you know, people's jobs are kind of in jeopardy, uh, and I think that is completely valid and true. Like these next couple of games. Yeah, I think lose to the Chargers tomorrow night. It's a bad look, you know. Absolutely, coming off a bye. And and Seattle's already, already two games up, you know. Yeah. So it's a bad look, and look what Seattle's doing, you know. So I stand corrected. DeForest Buckner is actually ranked ten in defensive tackles right now. Uh, Apologies to you, DeForest, (laughs) if you're listening. Well, I'm I'm looking up his contract right now. Actually, all right. Um, uh, he he signed a four year, eighty four million, and that was kind of like a signing right, trade. So we're, right, we're paying we're paying Armstead the even the same thing. It's the same it's twenty probably years, probably a little bit more. Uh, I'm it's it's like twenty years or twenty million a year. Well, just because um, of the California tax. Well, <laughs> I'm joking. All right. Five year, eighty five million. So, Buckner is getting paid more, but a little bit. I'd rather pay Buckner than Armstead. Yeah, and I'd rather have Buckner and no Kinlaw than Armstead and Kinlaw right now, um, because we've seen it. Kinlaw can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Armstead isn't the same player he is without Buckner next to his side, um, but. Yeah. I don't know. You know, hey. we, we, we can't we can't make up for those mistakes now. Yeah, just, exactly. Gotta, I just was going to say that, you know, hey, like, look, as a, as a front office, if you're in the front office, like there's nothing you can do about it now except acknowledge and learn from, you know, the trades. Um, yeah. And, you know, you 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 have a 500 football team right now. And if they're able to win tomorrow night, 
it's very likely they'll go on a run and, you know, have a game against Seattle. Um, I think it's like week 16, week 14. And, yeah. you know, um, got to see where this, where this, um, where, yeah. where this team's at. at. And that's why I'm at so the end intrigued of the day, for Sunday's game. Yeah. Coming Sunday's game is going to be huge. You come off a of bye, you get, you get players like Debo, you uh, check Aziz, Greenlaw, Elijah Mitchell, Juwan Jennings. You get those guys all back. You had wide receivers. Danny Gray and uh, Ray Ray McLeod were your number two and three receivers um, two weeks ago. Now you get Debo, Jennings, Ayuk. Um, you have a week to really prepare. And, you know, you, you got to come out strong this game. If, mm-hmm. if we lose this game, morale goes down. Um, players start questioning coaches, coaching um, decisions. And, you know, like like we said, the Chargers, solid roster. Um, Rashawn Slater, great tackle. Austin Eckler, great running back. Justin Herbert, we've seen what he could do, you know. Maybe he's struggling so far a little bit this season, but we've seen it. Corey Lindsley, great center. Um, Gerald Everett, Donald Parham, rookie tight end, like solid, like, doesn't seem like they have too many weak holes, even on the defense. You know, they have Khalil Mack. Joey Bosa is hurt, um, but Khalil Mack and Derwin James is all all a defense needs. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's going to be a good game. I want to ask you how confident are you are going into this game? Because I'm, I'm very – I'm betting on the Niners. Not confident. I'm, I'm... – You're putting your money where your mouth's at. I've seen this. I know we play the Rams great every year, but that team in that second half was just the greatest football, like one of the greatest like football performances I've ever seen in a while. Um, eh, I've seen better from the 49ers. No, the second half, probably, the second but... half, that's well, the second half against in, the Rams. In fairness, game. What, in what's fairness, going wrong? What, what went wrong in the second half of the Rams? Game? We, we, we got, we got, we got lucky. A couple times. I'll take luck. I know, but they were big plays like ever or uh um Tyler Higby's drop. Okay, Tyler huge. Higby dropped the and ball. Then, down and then and then McCaffrey's fumble, it just bounces right back to Ray Ray. You know, so you gotta take okay. you know but Christian McCaffrey has a receiving rushing touchdown. Kittle got a touchdown, you know. The defense forces three three and outs. You get a Nick Bosa sack. You we're pointing out two small things of a second half performance that's really, really great. When was the last time you could say the 49ers play football like that? When? Uh, I mean, not since the playoffs last year. Yeah, I don't even want to say playoffs last year. I'm going to go back to 2019, Green Bay playoffs, the NFC Championship. You know, last year. No, I would say against the Cowboys, the NFC Cowboys, Division. Cowboys, no, like horrible. Jimmy, Jimmy three G. Three and a half had, quarters. Jimmy G had an interception. We gave up two quick touchdowns. Um, that football was ugly. You know, Green Bay, that football game was horrible offensive-wise. Yeah, our defense was great, but offensively we didn't do anything. Two weeks ago was the best football performance I've seen in a long, long time. Right. Yeah, and that's why it's so crucial. And, that yeah, we we're going to make out mistakes. like that football team, you know. Yeah. We need to come out like that same football team in the second half. And but that's why I think you don't we'll want to get shown up on Sunday night or Sunday night football. You don't. Yeah. Um, 
I think CMC brings a lot to the locker room. Um, His willingness to just learn everything so fast, his intelligence of just the game in itself. Um, Jimmy G said it, you know, Christian McCaffrey looks at the field like a quarterback. Um, And what I've noticed is that CMC makes Jimmy G a lot better. You know, you watch all these games. um, When Jimmy G's reads aren't open, he'll dump it off. And when we got Wilson, Breda back there, they're not going to, they're not doing a lot with a dump off. They're going to get two, three yards, maybe. Um, Most of the time, tackle lost too. CMC last game, I think there was like six, seven dump offs. Got it for like first downs, like just crazy. His his ability to just read whole read the defense so well is just great. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for what this offense brings Sunday. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a good game for sure. Gonna be a good game for sure. Um, you know, I I have a feeling. And I've been saying it that we're going to run, and we we need you Niner Empire to manifest that. We need we got we got five out of the next seven support, years at home. You know, yeah, I'm gonna be there a lot. We need my mom to be standing on third and ten. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's gonna be we fun. Can't, we can't have any old folks yelling at the young kids to sit down in front of them. <laughs> God. Shout out section two hundred three, Levi Stadium. Shout I'll out be, section I'm gonna be going to a lot of these games. Row fourteen, seat one. <laughs> now they know where you are. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. You like I said, five of the next seven games are at home. That's huge. We're not really leaving the West Coast at all. For the uh, Tampa Bay comes to us. We go up to Seattle. Mexico is a uh, um, not far at all. You know, we're staying home. We're going to Vegas as a away game. We're going to Vegas. Game. I'm going to Vegas. I'll be there. Shout out Niner Empire. Okay. You're going to Vegas. But, you know, big game Sunday. So um, we'll get you a reaction right after the game. I'm and, excited. Uh, big news. Big news, too. On Sunday? Nothing, nothing oh. announced, but we will be having our first guest pretty soon. Um, yeah, excited for that. Excited for and, that. And uh, sure. the, hint, the hint is Warriors uh, pregame and postgame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we're excited for, it for sure. Um uh but yeah, we'll we'll get that to you when it comes out. But you know, thank you for now we'll just keep it for ourselves. <laughs> we'll let you guess who the who guess this. Um but thank you, 49 Empire. You know, got a big game coming up Sunday, like I said, reaction right after the game. Um, but yeah, me and Zach, red and gold to we're dead and gold, and uh let's go get this W on. On Sunday, Facebook. Let's go do it. Bang, bang, nine again. Let's go.